Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Refocus Nutrition Podcast. Uh, I'm back from a one-week hiatus. Uh, we I just took the week off last week from podcasting just with the family day and traveling and things like that. I thought, what better to book some future podcast guests? I'm excited about that. I have a lot of new guests coming on in the future weeks. Um, so I thought that I would book some guests, take the week off that way. So this week, guys, we have another guest, Miss um, Bailey Yeats or Yates from uh, Invermere, British Columbia. She is a former client of mine. She's a mother of two and a powerlifter, crossfitter, fitness enthusiast, badass, um, who's going to talk a lot about um, her journey of self-discovery through fitness, her her macro and nutritional habits, and also how she deals with tracking um, food and nutrition and good nutrition habits for her kids and instilling good habits and good relationships with food within them. So we're going to talk about that in the in today's interview, guys. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about before we got into that was this week's CrossFit Open. Uh, we just an, had and did our first uh, workout of the five workout competition, 19.1, which is a lot of wall balls and a lot of rowing. Um, I thought it went really well. I thought a lot of people who were in the in the competition at our gym learned a ton about themselves so that is really really all awesome to see um i hope more and more we see that in in future weeks so you know that's all we can kind of you know more or less hope for is is to continue to see progression with our athletes and with our members here at Mirai. um not only that guys i think that the open is like it was a really good learning experience for everyone to see where not only where you are at in terms of your fitness ability um but to kind of capture yourself in movement quality and also just movement standards i think a lot of people were kind of surprised um they weren't getting reps and things like that from just not doing them as much and and not ensuring that you're doing the, the movements correctly all the time um i know i'm guilty of that at times and no one's watching me when I'm training to make sure that I'm hitting full depth on movements and things like that so it's super important to ingrain ingrain those moving patterns in us because it is the full movement capacity for each thing Um, it's important we squat to parallel or below so that we can get up and sit off get up and sit down on the toilet Um, if we don't do that we're not going to be able to function the same way we will into our later years and that's kind of what CrossFit's all about Um, so guys that is everything I wanted to kind of go over with our first um, initial part of this podcast. From now, I'll drop it off to Miss um, Bailey Yates, and she's going to take it from here, guys. Take care, and we'll see you again next week. And we're back, guys, with Bailey Yeats. Uh, Bailey, am I pronouncing that your last name right, Yeats? Yeah, think about it like, yay, she's here, Yates. <laughs> Yates. Okay, Bailey is originally from Coronation, Alberta. Again, I think I'm having that right. I think that's where you're born and raised, right? Correct. Um, and now she resides in Invermere, British Columbia. Um, Bailey is a kick-ass mom and a kick-ass fitness and also just like regular lifestyle enthusiast. Um, she's one of the people who, when I first got into nutrition coaching, Bailey was one of my quote-unquote guinea pig clients with the Nutritional Coaching Institute. Um, So she helped me kind of learn everything I need to know um, about people 
to start off with. Um, there was a lot we learned from each other as we started going along, but I think that in the same way Bailey learned from me, I also learned from her and a lot of the things that didn't and didn't work. Um, she's someone I consider a friend and a mentor. Um, so welcome Bailey to the show. Thanks, Eric. Thanks for having me. And I love the intro. (laughs) (laughs) It was perfect. I'm glad that, yeah, I'm glad that suited your appetite, I guess. Um, I'm glad you said nice things about me. That's really nice. (laughs) Um, so to start off with, let's talk a little bit about you. Um, I know you very well, or I think I know you very well. Maybe I don't at all. Um, but let's, let's talk about kind of your fitness journey and how you kind of got into fitness, CrossFit, uh, powerlifting, everything. I don't want to just like keep it to CrossFitting because I think one of the cool things about you is that you're, you're kind of defined by no one. <laughs> like you're, even when we <laughs> talked last weekend, you yes, you CrossFit, but you're not a CrossFitter. So let's, yeah, let's talk a lot about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, one time I said to somebody, I don't like titles, like fuck titles. <laughs> you want to give me titles, you can title me every name under the sun because I've probably been called it and I probably have been it. Um, so I don't like to be defined. I don't like to uh, have something, some kind of specific identifier in that kind of way because I am always changing and uh, it's it's never the same, let's be honest. Um, in regards to starting out with my fitness journey, I won't even call it a fitness journey. I'll call it a health journey. Um, in 2015, I, I I have two kids. Let's start there. I have two kids. All the moms would be like, oh, she's fucking crazy. Okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> um, so I had two kids. They're, they're seven and nine. So Back in 2015, I was going through this phase uh, where they're at home every day and, you know, you're trying to like sneak off to the bathroom and there's little fingers under the door like, mommy, did you know you're in the bathroom with the door closed and we can't see you, right? And we're going through all this phase of them needing me and me needing to be alone for five minutes. Um, Another little factor that you, everyone should know is my husband works away. He works in the oil field. So he is gone more than he's here. Um, so that's, that's also kind of a big player in, in my journey in general. And you'll find out why here in a little bit. Uh, but so anyways, in 2015, I decided that I was done being a puddle on the floor of tears of sadness and hating the person that I was. And the person who actually pointed that out to me was my husband. He said to me uh, one time, I can't help you anymore. This is a you problem and you need to do something about this. And he tried to help. He, you know, he bought the things, he took me on the trips, he did the stuff. And it was clearly an inside job that needed to be taken care of. So that was the start. And it was like, you want to tell me that I need to fix myself? I'll show you how to fix myself. I'll show you. And that's kind of where it all started. It was like spite personal development or something. I don't even know. (laughs) Um, But anyways, I, I never really bought anything for myself. Never really, you know, you go out shopping and lots of moms are nodding their heads right now when you go out shopping and you are always looking for other people. You're always shopping for your kids. You're always shopping for your spouse or someone else. And 
it was just not in me to provide anything really for myself at that time. I was always taking out of my cup and never refilling it. So in 2015, I decided, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to, I'm going to do something different. I am going to fill my own damn cup. And I bought a, an online fitness. I thought it was a fitness challenge. It was a new year's thing. And my goal, and I looked at it the other day, I looked at the, the intake form for it the other day. And my goal was that I wanted to lose 50 pounds. Now I'm sure you listening to this, right? Eric, you're like, you wanted to lose 50 pounds. I've never heard you say those words in your life. (laughs) (laughs) So I did that goal. My goal was lose 50 pounds, um, be skinny enough to wear a swimsuit, have a bikini body. Turns out like I have a body in a bikini. So, you know, you kind of just put the two together and it makes a bikini (laughs) body. I didn't know that then. I didn't realize these things then. Um, there were so many things on, on that intake form that I looked at and I just, today I'm just smiling about it because it's like, you poor woman. I cannot believe that I was at that point in my life at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was things on there about how I didn't like aspect, any aspects of my life. I didn't like who I was as a person. I didn't know who I was as a person. And that was another big thing that played a huge part in this development for my health journey. Because I believe that when we talk about health, we talk about your physical health, your nutritional health, and your mental health. And until you can get that mental health game um, moving forward, the other stuff doesn't fucking matter because you're not going to move forward. You're not going to be successful unless you have your mental game on par with, with the other two things, right? If you're thinking, I want to lose 50 pounds, but you don't quite grasp why you want to lose 50 pounds or what that's going to do for you, it's not going to be an attainable goal. And maybe you will lose the 50 pounds and then you'll realize, oh, shit, I still hate myself. And then you'll just gain it back anyways. Um, so these were things that I had no idea about yet though. I was -hmm. still just wanting to be skinny. That was my goal. Be skinny. Now, little side note, when people tell me I'm skinny, I want to punch them in the fucking throat because (laughs) I don't want to be skinny. I want to be strong. Um, that's my goal is, is to be strong. Right. Uh, anyways, so that was 2015 and I started off in this journey of health and, uh, with this, the online program, there was the fitness factor, and then there was the nutritional factor. Now, I am like a farm girl, meat and potatoes, you eat what's put in front of you until the plate is empty, right? That's who I am, because that's how I was raised. That's who I was, because that's how I was raised. I never considered there might be, um, you know, carbs, fats and proteins in your diet. That's just that was absurd to me. But when I found out about this, it, it just clicked. And it was like, if I do what they say in the program, and they tell me to eat this many carbs, this many fats, and this much protein, which is an absurd amount of food that I would never eat before, because how could eating food make me skinny? This is absurd, right? <laughs> that was my mindset. I didn't think that all this food was going to help me. Because I didn't get it that it was fueling my body 
and that was that's what your food is good for. It's for fueling your body. I didn't get that. Um, so when they started, I started doing this and I started actually dropping pounds and going, what the hell is happening? I get that I should be dropping pounds because I'm exercising, but all this food I'm eating, what, what, who, who created this? And it was like, it was like clockwork. Yeah. And we should, we should kind of go back because like you, you kind of hint over it a little bit, but like when you were, you mentioned to me when you first started working with me, like your high school days were like you not eating, like you skipping meals and like, oh, totally. And like you yeah. as a mom, like not, not having a ton of meals and making sure you're actually eating all the time. Totally. So coffee and me are besties. Um, <laughs> and if I could just drink coffee all day, that's what I would do until about four o'clock. And then I will eat all of the food in Invermere. Um, <laughs> And that's kind of how my days had gone. But, but even back in high school, like you were just saying, I did not eat. I would wake up in the morning and I would go to school. I wouldn't eat breakfast. I would go to school. And this is not like this is not saying my parents didn't try. They tried. I was like an ignorant little asshole. So I just didn't eat. Um, I go to school and I would buy Pepsi. And I would drink Pepsi. Pepsi and I were besties back then. Um, I would drink Pepsi all day long. My mom would pack me a lunch. I would throw it in the garbage when I got to school. I would drink Pepsi after school while I was going to either my music lesson or some kind of sporting activity, drinking Pepsi. That's all I did. And then I'd come home and my mom would have a beautiful meal on the table and I would eat that. And that would be my meal for the day. So going from not eating to eating a lot of food during the day, like with this macro counting, it, it was absurd to me. But like I said, it was, it was magic. It was clockwork. You want to lose weight. You want to fit in those pants. You want to do this. You want to do that. Here's your macros, obey what they say. And it's magic. There you go. So how did that change over the next year or so? Cause that was your first challenge in 2015. And then I, I never met you until 2018 right and you weren't you certainly weren't the broken woman you talked about when I about like in the last five minutes but there were some things we worked on when we first started working together so let's talk about that yeah absolutely so I uh I, I gained a little spice in my life there after I started to to do you know the what I call the the triangle of health uh the the mental the physical and the nutritional I started to incorporate all these things but the nutritional kind of slipped it slipped away uh after I stopped working with the people that I was working with in 2015 and the only reason that I stopped doing it is because it was a however many week challenge and it's like okay well the challenge is over so okay well that was really cool and awesome (laughs) but uh, okay well whatever and I started to slip a little, a little bit. I didn't slip a whole bunch, but, um, then in, I don't even know what year it was. I think it was the end of 2015. I joined CrossFit, which was something that I would have never imagined that I would do, but I did because I had friends there and I'm an sort of a social person. Hey Eric, I'm not sure (laughs) how to, (laughs) I'm like, all my report cards said social butterfly. She is a social butterfly. Um, so I joined, I joined the gym and you see, I just caught myself there. I joined the gym. I am very, very rarely say I joined CrossFit or talk about how I am a CrossFitter (laughs) because I feel like once again, I, I am, I'm more than that. There's so many more labels that you can add on top of that. So we'll just say I joined the gym. 
Um, I did the gym for about two years, two years, a year and a half before I decided that the numbers on the board and what I mean by that is like the numbers that I was lifting and that I was tracking, they kept growing and they weren't slowing down. Like it was, it, it was insane to me how my deadlift was 173 and then it was over 200 pounds. And then it was like, Oh my gosh, how is this happening? And I'm really, really big into goal setting and intention setting and having, having little milestones along my journey in life. Um, I don't try and get to the big milestones too soon because we all know what the end milestone is and that's death. So <laughs> trying to, you know, have those little milestones in between that you're reaching, but not rushing through it too quickly. Um, so, you know, going to CrossFit, that was just one of those little milestones. But then once I had done that, I know myself and I know that I need to keep myself busy. I need to keep my goals fresh all the time. So noticing these numbers going up with the weights and everything, I'm like, ah, oh, how, what, I wonder what else I could do here. I wonder how much I could actually deadlift. And so I decided that I was going to do powerlifting and it started out as I'm just going to do some powerlifting programming. And I'm going to tell you something that's a secret that I have never told anybody before. Um, you don't even know this, Eric, that the reason that I joined, did, started to do powerlifting was because I wanted to see the numbers, but I really fucking hate cardio. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a big factor. <laughs> it was a really big factor in like the programming didn't have as much cardio in it. <laughs> and so or none. it was like, okay, <laughs> Or none. So it was like best of both worlds. You've seen that meme where it's like powerlifting because fuck cardio and pass the donuts. That's me. <laughs> um, so it was really good. It was really a great experience. And I did it for an entire year. And then I decided, you know what, I'm going to do a powerlifting competition because I felt like I didn't want to continue to do powerlifting forever. Uh, but I did want to have kind of like a a finishing moment, like to, to kind of cap off that milestone. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I registered for a powerlifting meet in Calgary and I had a friend come with me and we went and I did my thing and it was, it was really cool. It was something that I am so, so glad that I did. I can't say I'll ever do it again. I, I mean, there's other, there's so many other things that I would want to experience as well. Um, Maybe one day I'd do another one, but maybe an Olympic lifting meet or something like that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Would be would be really. Yeah, totally. What were your What were your big totals there? Um, just so that people get a, a you know, a, a little so, bit of a picture of how um, bad a, big of a badass you are. <laughs> I'm very big badass. No, just kidding. Um, so my deadlift, I all I know is my deadlift PRs are, and I PR'd. I didn't actually PR. The only one I PR'd at the meet was my back squat. The other two, um, I didn't PR at the meet. I PR'd a month later. So actually, I did all three a month later. My deadlift is 333. My back squat is 280. And my bench press, um, I'm actually not sure what it was at that point, but right now it's 163. Nice. So they're coming up. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're pretty totals. nice numbers. Yeah. So um, that... that meet was last 
June or April. last last April? Was it last April? Oh my God! I know. Um, so yeah, briefly after after that, um, you and I started working together, and that was a tricky one from my side because most people that come to me, like to be quite honest, most people are looking for fat loss. Um, you, in a roundabout way, were. Um, but not you. You never explicitly said it the same way that I just said it. You never said I want to lose twenty pounds. You never said I want to look better in a bikini. You never said I want to fit into my old pants. You didn't give me any of those old, um, typical reasons that most people would say why they want to lose weight. Um, so tell me a little bit about your goals when we start, first started, if you can remember them, and how we kind of went from Absolutely. there. Absolutely. I remember them like they are yesterday. <laughs> um, my goal is straight out developing a healthy relationship with food. And what I mean by that, and the only person who needs to know what I mean by that is you and I when we're working together. But what I mean by that is I don't want to just drink coffee. I don't want to be afraid of cheesecake. I don't want to be afraid to have a night out. Um, you know, I don't want to be worried that if I eat a carbohydrate, I am going to turn into an elephant. You know, all these things, these that have been brainwashed by media, um, don't even get me started on that. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> another topic for another day. Um, all those things, I don't, I don't want that. I want to do what the fuck I want when I want to do it in a healthy way. I don't want to look at health at food and say there's good and bad things. Um, and I mean, one of the biggest things that you said to me that has stuck with me even to this day, and I actually said it to my international student, and he has stuck with it as well, and he says it back to me all the time, is everything in moderation, including moderation. And it it stuck with me, and it's been a quote that I think about all the time. And now, even the moderate, the moderation of the moderation, that's when I get to eat the whole cheesecake, right? And I don't do it all the time, <laughs> but I do do it once in a while. But you've done uh, it once. <laughs> I have done it, and I am, will be doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and that was my main goal. It was I want to I want to have this healthy relationship with food. So. From your perspective, I can't imagine that being an easy, you know, easy, me being an easy client to help me reach that goal because it's not really a measurable goal. And on your side, it's only measurable on mine. I'm the only one that can say whether I have a healthy relationship with food. If I said I want to lose 20 pounds, you could look at the scale and say, oh, look, you lost 20 pounds. We reached your goal. Mm -hmm. But I can absolutely say that working with you did help me reach that goal. And I still work at it every single day. But you have provided me with the tools to do that. Um, so let's talk about those tools. I, like, like, let's talk about okay. what, for the people at home who are listening and have a bad, quote unquote, bad relationship with food, what are the things you learned? Like, what, what, were some of the symptoms of a bad relationship with food that you were trying to deal with? Well, 
I mean, the biggest one for me was that, that I would just drink coffee all day. And then when I'd get hungry, I'd drink more coffee because coffee is the appetite suppressor of the appetite suppressors. Like (laughs) it's, it's the thing. And that's not a good thing because it turns out that your body actually uses food as fuel for survival. (laughs) I know, I know it's, it's pretty amazing discovery I had, but, uh, yeah, that was kind of the biggest factor for me was that I, I didn't eat all day. And then I just eat at night when I was beyond starving and it was too late to drink coffee because I would be up all night. Right. Um, and I think, like I said, this like macro counting to me, it's like, it's like magic because if I said to you, Eric, I want to lose 10 pounds. Um, actually we call it releasing 10 pounds. That's what, uh, I think John Asraf talked about. I want to release 10 pounds and you'd say, okay, here is a macronutrient plan that's going to help you release 10 pounds. And if I stuck to that plan, it is a foolproof way to do that. And the crazy part is all you got to do is put in the work. That's it. That's the magic. All you got to do is spend the work. It's your fucking brain that gets involved and says, I want to eat a whole cheesecake, right? <laughs> That's the part that gets hard. And then you say, uh-oh, I'm going into my bad ways because I want to eat a whole cheesecake. And that means I'm bad. That means I've done something terrible. And that's where the mindset stuff comes in. So I found that when I was on track with tracking my macros and working towards my uh, macronutrient goals, that if Friday came along and I was like, I want to go for fried chicken at Ular, I didn't have any guilt, not one ounce of guilt or shame for going and enjoying that food. But if I was not tracking and not aware, not being conscious of what I was eating, I would get to Ular and every single bite I would take, I would feel that guilt and that shame of eating more than I should, quote unquote, eat. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. And so that's one thing I wanted to, to talk a little bit about because when we we first started, um, when you and I were working together, we, we did a couple of weeks of just kind of, you know, feeling things out more or less. Like we we didn't go anything crazy one way or the other into a deficit with your macros or super high or either way. Um, but once we did, we went into a deficit and you started to learn a little bit about, um, some of the things you could and couldn't have on your deficit weeks, but we jumped out of those on, you know, maintenance, quote unquote maintenance weeks where your calories were higher. Now I know that you're, there were days in there where you did not have, you know, just fruits and vegetables, um, (laughs) with meat, all of your meals, like you mixed in quote unquote bad foods other times. But I think at the end of the day, we can probably both agree that you had some fantastic results because you lost what around 15 ish pounds, 15 to 20, 20, pounds, yeah. 20 pounds, um, yeah. through just tracking and sticking to foods that you like and enjoy, even if they aren't quote unquote good foods. Right. So 
How did you yeah. do that, and how did you manage that on both deficit weeks and regular weeks as well? 